0: Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio. Leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College. Good evening. us for the technical difficulties here is pastor dr lavert kim
1: good evening and god bless each and every one it's truly a blessing anytime we have an opportunity to gather and share not only the word of god but the true history that's been so liking in um, the african-american community We call ourselves African-Americans and and other names that we've we've come up with, but who are we, who we truly are. are. And that's what this is about. We talk about current events that's happening in the African-American community, but we also trace our origins because we are people that don't know our real history or know the history of mankind. And that's what I try to do my best to uh, educate you guys on exactly where did uh, mankind when I'm when I say mankind I'm talking about male and female the human race start from and I could even am gonna equate it biblically because my uh, degree is in theology uh, a doctor of theology but. I, um, have a lot of uh, knowledge dealing with uh, anthropology and genetics and also just the history of mankind versus the history of African Americans uh, in, in uh, coming to America when uh, the slave ship really start importing slaves to the America. So we're going to have a wonderful time in discussing these things, and we may touch first on a few there things that's going on right now in this country, which is trying to roll back our Voting Rights Act uh, that was passed many years ago. And John Lewis even had a bill that he put forth to protect the Voting Rights Act, and they're trying to go against it and do everything since um, our former president, I hate to really even call his name, Donald Trump uh, lost the election. Uh, the GOP, uh, the Republican Party, have been trying their best to find ways that they could um, use to win an election. And what they came up with was to roll back things because so many blacks came out and voted in that 2020 election. And so what they're doing now is to make things harder for to make blacks vote. I've never heard it where... You could have elderly people in a long line. You can't take them water. You can't get. They can't sit down. They cannot do it. That, that elderly abuse. And as, as you look over it, you'll find out they they're trying to do everything. They're trying to put restriction on the early voting in different counties, and they want more of the photo IDs or do away with mobile voting and. Trying to stop the early absentee voting in the mail in, and they getting rid of so many drop-in, drop-off boxes where you drop the ballot off. It was so sad in Texas; they were so far away, people would almost have to drive almost an hour to get there. And people might say, "Well, all you do is drive and get there." But there are so many uh, African Americans who are in risk that vote. And they would not have the transportation to to do it. And, uh, it's just so much that they're doing right now. Now, if you go back to uh, the Voting Rights Act was passed in 1964 that we go by now, white black blacks really, really had the opportunity to start. And so when you look at this, you see things that they're going back on and trying to due to, to to, to, just to water down our voting power. Because truly, if it wasn't for the African Americans and uh, Native Americans and, and others that voted for President uh, Joe Biden, he would not be president today. Also, we're, we're, we're talking about the celebration and so many folk are angry because they made uh, Juneteenth a holiday, and I'm just touching on this before I really get into into the show, and they're trying to uh, say things about blacks with Juneteenth. In essence, we have no celebration of a day of our independence. Now, I want us to truly understand that Juneteenth was a day for the independence of the slaves, that were in texas juneteenth was the independent for the slave that were in texas not in alabama mississippi louisiana and georgia and other southern states but it was for those one that were in uh texas because they did not know that they were free and we have to understand that that the war that Emancipation Proclamation really uh, was written in 1863, and the other states, southern states, knew that the slaves had been freed in 1863. But it wasn't that they, until 1865 that uh, June 14, 1965. I excuse me, 1985 that the Union troops, at least 2,000 Union troops, uh, came into Galveston Bay, Texas, and announced that more than 250,000 enslaved blacks in the state of Texas were free. Now, you have to understand, in January the 1st, 1863, was a proclamation, Emancipation Proclamation. It was issued, so the other slaves knew that they were free. And they were declared, so it's about two years and five months later that the word got to uh, to uh, Texas that the slaves were free. So they, the people uh, in Texas on plantation were able to get two years, five months extra free labor. And, and it's important that, that we understand, too, that uh, the first slave ship that came to America that day, that are listed on the manifest. on the manifest. They had slaves already, but on the manifest of importation of slaves, where right, it was importing slaves and came in uh, 18 I mean excuse me 1619, and it was a Fort Comfort in Virginia, which is near Jamestown, Virginia, to this day. Now, I know we know about the Civil War too, and we know that the Civil War was to free the slave, but the slave slavery was banned in the United States in eighteen oh eight, but the Civil War didn't start until eighteen sixty one because after that and in January first, eighteen oh eight, the US officially banned the importation of slaves from Africa and the West Indies. In essence slavery was banned by 1807. But the southern state, that's why they wanted to succeed from the Union, and that's why the Civil War was started. And some say it was about state rights. Yes, state rights to own slaves. That's what they want to say. Sometimes people make all kinds of lies why they wanted to continue to have slaves.
0: And, and the impact
1: that slavery came Came on the uh, African Americans now in the United States in the 1700s. The the very uh, southern states like uh, Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia did not have the most slaves. And by 1790, Virginia had more slaves than anyone with 292,627 slaves. South Carolina had one hundred and five thousand ninety four slaves. Maryland had a hundred and three thousand thirty six, and North Carolina had a hundred thousand five hundred and seventy two slaves. They had more slaves than uh, later on Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas, Alabama, Georgia. Had, you know, and, and also Florida surpassed them, but. And, 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 the, and the early weaning of the slavery, when it was coming in to around Virginia, that's uh, what happened. So now I, I wanted to bring you up on that because we are just finished having June eighteenth, um, and I wanted you to have the complete understanding. Uh, we celebrated 4th of July with our five districts, and many individuals went outside, and they were shooting guns like they do it. Uh, in the neighborhood I live in, it, it sounds like a war, and not and, and and it's not fireworks. And by the way, fireworks within the city limits are, are illegal, but uh, no one pays any attention to what the law states. So that that's something. But in 1776, uh, when the Declaration of Independence, when the United States became an independent nation. Great Britain, that's when they fought the, the British, fought the Britain for the independence. And it was in 1776. Blacks were still. So when you hear the national anthem and a lot of folks uh, say they don't stand for it, uh, sometimes whites don't understand. positive, very negative towards uh, blacks in the decoration of, not the decoration, but the national anthem. So we've gone up. A lot of people don't understand why blacks uh, have have no interest in it and blacks don't like to stand for it because it it has no relevance to African Americans. I know we celebrate it as African Americans. We celebrate it, but... It, it's really not relevant to us because we were still uh, a child, or uh, in other words, like a cattle or animal that was sold by price. Now, now we're going to really get into the meat of it because of, I always go back to this because if I have anyone new that's just tuning in, and specifically I, wanna, I want Caucasians, white, whatever you want to call yourself, and African Americans to know about the origin of mankind, and this is called anthropology. And when you start studying about the origin of man and anthropology, you can't, you can't go anywhere but Africa. They have looked for the beginning of mankind in other countries, but when they have to find where man originated, the origin of man, and I'm, I'm going to get into the genetic part of it uh, in a few, why they have to look at Africa. They have to look at Africa for the origin of man because the oldest fossils and careful and weapons and everything else have been found in Africa. Now, it's important that we understand that when you say it again about anthropology, when you study anthropology, you know, anthropology, anthro is the name of the word Greek word for man. Uh, humankind, anthro, me, man. You know, anthropology, the study of man. You know, the beginning of humankind. So now, when we, when we get ready to look into these things, it's important that we realize that the fossils that all the anthropologists and anthropology have different, uh, Er, 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 eras that they look in maybe two million years ago and three million years ago you look for australopithecus but then if you go uh to about two million years they go into zenzantropy and both of these different fossils uh deal with uh uh east africa and also australopithecus now dealing with australopithecus we Find that they found uh, a fossil remains of a, of, a, of, a, of a lady in Ethiopia in 1974, and they named her Lucy. It, uh, she Lucy is the Australopithecus. Now Lucy would age would be if she were a living individual would be 3.18 million years old. They found that they were looking for rocks and things, and this went Don Johansson and Tom Gray uh, found the fossil of Lucy. Now, the name Lucy came because in 1974, uh, the Beatles, the British group, the Beatles, had a record called Lucy. So that's where the name came in. So they found that they didn't find a complete skeletal, but they found uh, different parts and were able to date it back to uh, 3.18 million years ago. So that's a long time. And a lot of folks, uh, I hear people who uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a little bit further and then I'm going to come back. Because I, I need to relate this to the Bible because uh, people equate the Bible to say the Bible only speaks that mankind is 6,000 years old. And that's not the truth, because if you study your Bible, the Bible doesn't give a date. The Bible starts off in Genesis, the first chapter, and the first verse says, in the beginning. They didn't say 50 million, 60 million years ago. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. So it does not give a specific date and time. You know, we are the ones that try to date everything, And we try to give specific time and areas in which things were located. And then there have been so much things that have been hidden or tried to hide from those who are from what they call the dark continent of Africa. Uh, For some reason, uh, that's where all the information is coming from. But they they write it in a language with the people and right now they have by the by the real history of America uh, they're passing laws not to teach it and essence they're saying long as we teach lies that Caucasians did everything that white folk did everything is okay why don't you teach the, they call it sixteen nineteen tell the truth about slavery. Tell the truth, who the people that they brought over that they were not dumb. Tell the truth about it, and and I, I want I want I want one one let them know that the original people came from Africa. The original people were not Caucasian. Us, uh, if someone is Caucasian, listen. The original people were not were were not uh, 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 were not white or uh, whatever you want to call yourself. They were not white. And I explained that to you. Now, when you look at it, I told you, now, Australopithecus, again, go back 3.18 million years ago. But it goes further. There's some others that were in Africa that were studying uh, anthropology and was working around the old Deep Gorge, which is in Tanzania, and uh, – His name, it it was Lewis Leakey, and his wife's name was Mary Douglas Leakey. Uh, There was was a a British paleontologist uh, who discovered the first fossil, what they call proconsul skull. Now, this was an extinct ape, which now some believe was an ancestor to the human. This is where they said some apes start walking upright but they had nothing that's never been proven that man came from an ape now they found a, a robust zenzanthropus skull in old deep Gorge in tanzania in east africa now now professor leakey and his wife uh discovered the fossil of the ancestors of different apes but they also found human fossils while excavating in the Old Deep guard in 1960. Now, this will go back to at least about 2 million years ago, but I want you to pay closer attention to the names that I gave you. Uh, Louis Leakey, Mary Douglas Leakey, that's for Zinzanthropus, and when you get ready to go to Australopithecus, look under Donald johansson and tom Gray. that's australopithecus and these are different ones that that was studied and when you look up the fossils, these fossils are found in africa now now many many times we we've been taught nothing about africa We i know biblically and I'm, I'm, i said i was going to allude to this But before I go and allude to to the turn it and and line it up with the five, I want to talk to you about this. Now, I I, I pray again, I have some people who are Caucasian and I I pray that as many African-Americans or blacks or African are listening what I'm about to say. If we trace our DNA back in a uh, there's Mr. this dealing with your heritage going back to is is your mitochondria DNA if you taste if you trace it back, humans have a theoretical common ancestor. and this theoretical common ancestor is a woman named Mitochondria Eve she lived about 200,000 years ago in South Africa. Now, they tell her that she wasn't the first lady, but every other female lineage eventually had no female offspring, failing to pass on the mitochondrial DNA. As a result, all humans today can trace their mitochondrial DNA back to her. Now, she had the maternal... Now, this meaning it comes from the maternal line. This is the maternal lineage that she is responsible for passing it down. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I accidentally hit the mute button. Um, We could all trace our mitochondrial DNA back to this lady. And her name is Mitochondria Eve. Now, I want to, now listen at this very closely. Every human being that lives today, every human, whether or not you live in China, whether or not you live in Japan, Eurasia, meaning meaning Iraq, Iran, as you're Asia, whether you live in America, uh, Alaska, wherever you live, all of us carry this lady DNA. This talks about as a result the mitochondrial DNA. As a result, all humans today can trace our mitochondrial DNA back to uh, mitochondria Eve. Within her DNA and that of her peers exists all the genetic variation we see in contemporary humans since Eve time. Different populations of humans have drifted apart genetically forming distinct ethnic groups that we have today. But all of us carry this lady DNA. When people are looking for the oldest remains, the skeletal remains of human and white mankind start from. They go around Tanzania. They, they go to Africa. Now, now, they, they, they show you something else. Now, that was a man who died, they say, about, well, 22, about 2,315 years ago. And he lived in South Africa. But this guy, he's the closest relative that they found yet to the known humanity of, of a female and the female ancestry of mitochondria E. Now, they know this man was a fisherman by way he lived on the coast of South Africa. But he is the ch- closest match to mitochondria E. And if you ever want to look it up, they, they found his remains in St. Helen Bay in South Africa. And he was found by Andrew Smith of the University of Cape Town, South Africa. So there's so many things that I want you to understand that when they look for where mankind came from, mankind came from, that like some from sub-Saharan Africa, meaning they were come from hot climate the people were dark skin now people do go through mutation but before i go into dealing with the genetics about this i've been dealing with anthropology now <clears throat> excuse me the genetics <clears throat> as i get to the genetics but i want to touch on the bible now, if you study your Bible in the Book of Genesis, they give you the location of the Garden of Eden. Where, when God created man, they talks about him, how He gave him every every plant and every plant, every vegetable and and every fruit for his for him to eat. And He placed him in the garden. <clears throat> and then He say, when God created the garden. The garden was formed where they had one river turned into four river It starts off by giving one river named the Guyon River and another one of the rivers they gave the Pishon. Now, I want you to understand that when you see what the way uh, uh, Europeans have it written up, they only show uh, Eurasia in Asia, that's why uh, the cradle of civilization, but that's so far from the truth because all your anthropologists and others know where it started. Now the Bible even said that <clears throat> it started in Africa. And, and what are you, what am I, what are, what are you saying, Doctor uh, like Kim? I'm saying that if you look up, what is the Guyon River? What is the Gayaun River? They're going to tell you that the Guyon River is the Nile River. Now, this is the Garden of, of, of Eden that the Bible talks about in Genesis 2. If you look up, you will find out that the Guyon River is the Nile River. And it says the Pishon River, which is also the Nile River. The Nile River divides into two heads. You have the blue Nile and the white Nile. Now, this is what I'm about to tell you. This says, now, 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 now the Gaon encompassed the land of Havilah, which is Kush, where there's Beldonium. Well, the land of Kush is Ethiopia. That's the African continent. And the other one, the Pashon, encompassed the land of Dejabuti, which is today is Somaliland. Some say call it Somaliland or Dejabuti. It's Somalia. Now, now, now this is in your Bible This is what they say about the garden And this is where they are finding These fossils Of the earliest Human race And all the, These Caucasians They know it But we don't read We don't study They know who we are They know that you are the original man They know that one thing they had this, this, this lady I forgot her name. she said that being a Caucasian, being white, that we're only a faded uh, you you're only they're only a faded black person. In other words, they're just, they're just a faded black person. That they just uh a different color. But we're gonna we're gonna get to that, uh, and gonna talk about that when when we get into genetics, but now, that's two of the rivers. Now, I told you that it was a four-river head that's spoken of in the book of Genesis. Now, they say the other is the Euphrates and the Hedikius. Now, both, but they want to say that the Hedikius River, Europeans say the Hedikius River is the Tigris River. But I beg the different. Now, they say the Euphrates and they have the Euphrates over there and it runs north and south. But now... They said that the uh, Hedikia, which they claim is should be the Tigris, but the Hedikia is supposed to run east and west, but 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 it it does not. It runs parallel with the Euphrates. Both run north and south, so it cannot be uh, the Tigris River. But now there is a river also that spreads off from the Nile River, which I told you, which I told you the guy on the py and how they split up. Now, now the Hedigir could be what they call a Bantu, because it goes and it takes off from the Nile and it begins to flow to the west from the east to the west. I I I can't 100% say this, and and many uh, scholars have moved wrote it down but I've seen where some have looked at the flow of the uh, of the river. But and might say, well how can it be that if the garden was uh also in 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 in, in uh East Asia within Asia Minor, um uh, those lands are not if it's the now nah, the land are not hooked together, though the river came because the land mass are separated. One thing about it is that was before the flood that those rivers uh, was the boundaries of the, and that's before Noah and the Great Flood. The land masses were the way that the Bible speaks and the way that even uh, those who study anthropology and those who study uh, paleontology and many other forms. Um, geology and the geologists and others, they'll tell you that the land masses worked together. And if you look at some of the continents like South America and Africa, you could put it together like a puzzle. And a whole lot of other places you could take over there where the Red Sea and uh, the Gulf of Suzanne and you could push them together and form land mass. But now the land was hooked together because right now uh. That you you was able during the time of Moses and all the rest of them biblical time of Jesus, you could walk from Jerusalem right over in a week or so. You could less than that, maybe you could less than that. It wasn't that far. I know that they those three million could have did it in a week or a little over a week with about three million people leaving out of Egypt if they would have wanted to just walk straight there. Uh, now it's a little more difficult because in in the nineteen hundred nineteen hundreds, a hundred and say maybe one hundred twenty one years ago, uh, uh, one hundred twenty one years ago they built the Suez Canal that goes in from the Mediterranean Sea and tied to the Gulf of Suzanne, and from the Gulf of Suzanne to uh, the Mediterranean, and, and then that they, it it leads from the Mediterranean Sea. And it's a canal that you can take a shortcut to get to India, and you go to the Gulf of Suzanne, to the Red Sea, and then to the Indian Ocean, and you could be on that side of the Indian Ocean. Well, all of that is today, prevalent to the day, but the land masses would always joined together. And you you could see it if you ever really take a look at the maps. Now, I, I dealt with some of the things that I wanted to make sure of. We're able to deal with it uh, uh, from the biblical perspective because a lot of folks don't like to uh, come in and deal with this from a biblical perspective. But if you're going to deal with it, and if you are a Christian as I am, I believe what the Bible says, and I could prove that the Bible has some very true factors, and we need to concentrate on that. And so many people are now these days. trying to refute what the Bible has to say. Now, when you get into genetics, now genetics, uh, the father, which they call the father, who is uh, a Caucasian, or European person, his name was Gregor Mendel. He's called the father of genetics. And genetics did an inheritance, uh, involved in uh, passing on of discrete. Units of inheritance, a gene from one parent's offspring to another. Now Mendel found out by plants because he was a botanist too. He found out by dealing with with plants and other things that he he could you that plants would take the color of the seed. Uh, if it's a red rose, it comes out a red rose. But at the same time, that can be a variation. Of, of another color, but now what he found out too, and this is, is is in his writing, he found out that black and brown came from dominant genes. He found that brown eyes was dominant. He found out that black and brown skin was dominant. That light skin, whether come from a recessive gene, and and, and and then you you might say, well how and what does this mean? Dr. Kim, what does this mean? Now, what this mean was like, and it started about 70,000 years ago. If you do your research, 70,000 years ago, they had out of Africa, where modern uh, uh, the uh people start leaving Africa and going into Europe and other places. 70,000 years ago, after modern humans established themselves in Africa, smaller populations breast out into established footholds in Asia, and that's, that's around the Holy Land where the Muslims are. But now, that, then later on, about 40,000 years later, they went to, they went east to Europe, and, and they even went even further coming to the Americas. But that's when they started leaving out of Africa some 70 to 40 million years ago. And and, and then you start coming up with uh, what Mendel talks about, the law of independent assortment. If you would take a person who looks a certain way and you would move them in areas, their children will come out looking like them because they've been independently assorted areas. Like if you take all yellow, people and put them in the area you take all black it's called independent assortment but then it has the law of dominance and the law of dominance say if you put that people that don't type people in an area the children gonna come out looking like that then they say the law of segregation and then that's also uh when uh these people left when the group of people that left out of africa and moved to uh a much colder climate, and less sunlight. And if you ever notice, if you look at the people in the Middle East, and I'm not talking about the white folk who are in in Jerusalem today because they're not really uh, Semitic people. They are just white people that came from Europe. Uh, I don't believe with my heart at all that they have anything to do with your Bible, period because they're not Semitic. But if you look at all the people, those Muslims and all those people out of that area, you'll find out that uh, they're dark skinned. And they have been interbreeding with the British because most of them have been colonized by different other groups. Even if you go to Iraq, and all that Persia, all those have been, been through Alexander the Great and many others that conquered Cyrus and others been conquered so you you could look at it but now I want to tell you something you could take okay if black and brown is dominant and brown eyes is dominant brown skin is dominant you could take two of the darkest people and in, in, in the, the say that the village in the Sudan that have the darkest people on this earth live there. But you can take two of the darkest individuals in the world, black, is night, and come up with an albino child, a child that looks white. It's called albino. But you can't take two white men and female because they carry recessive genes. See, you could, you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. What I'm saying is you can't get a uh, 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 black child from two white folks, but you could get a white child from two black folks. That is because why? Because they are the dominant. They were the first people, and that's how everything starts. Now, case in print, I want you to understand this. I want you to start looking at Africa and look at the eastern section of Africa the people most of the people knows are not wide they're pointed just like white folk nose. everybody hair is not kinky uh, or curly I call it curly like lamb wool everybody hair is not like that okay uh they're different and then they're different in Africa there's actually the people that haven't been interbreed with, with with people from Europe that's light brown skin. The Africans come in all tents. We tend to think that, that when they draw a picture, they draw this picture which is very negative of a black person with big old pink lips and, and white eyes and, and wide nose and things like that. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you go to, if you pay attention to the people as there are in the Sudan, most of them have finally know that if you go to the Sudan, if you go if you go to different places, e if you go all the way up that 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 eastern coast and some and some in on the west coast of Africa where most of the slaves came from, you'll find it out there that that is so many, you know, that is so many of the people that came from those areas. Now, they they actually they actually look different and and so we should not just allow them to tell us how the people look you can look at it yourself and look and see how those people look instead of letting them tell you uh how people were, were supposed to look in those certain a- areas now what we as african americans we, we have taken and at of descent and i won't tell you that you're african because I truly believe that those who are in America today are Hebrews. And, and I can tell you why I believe it is because Deuteronomy 28 and 68 said that that the children of Israel was going to go back in bondage in slavery by ship. The only people who went in bondage and were stolen in slavery by ship were those who were from Africa and well, and well, the, they're not from uh, the Holy Land. No, when the people fled the Holy Land on more than one occasion, the Hebrew people fled when Solomon Temple was destroyed. They also fled after Solomon Temple was destroyed, in A D seventy, what Jesus prophesies about, they fled into Africa. They didn't run straight into the people. Now some were taken in the bondage to other places. And let me explain something to you. The Romans had black slaves. Now now I, I want I want you to understand this. And I really want you to get what I'm about to tell you because we're dealing with the with the Bible now since, since I wanna just say something about the Bible. If you go in and you get a Bible dictionary, and I would like for you to uh, Google this uh, on your telephone, your laptop, your computer, whatever, uh, I'd like you to Google the definition of Ham and Zondervan Bible Dictionary. Now listen to what I say, the definition of Ham in your Bible dictionary. And when you read it, I want you to take your time and read it, but I want you to understand what it's saying. I want you to to really understand what, what it talks about. Now, it's going to tell you that Ham was the youngest son of Noah and the progenitor of the dark race. The Ethiopians, the Egyptians, and the the Libyans, and and the Canaan, but not the Negroes. Now, now that was very important what I just said. It said that Ham is the progenitor of the dark race. But he said he was not the the progenitor of the Ethiopians, the Egyptians, the Libyans, and and the Canaanites. But he's not the progenitor of the Negro. The Negroes have to be the Semitic people, which is the Hebrew. And they are the dark race too. And when in America we've been called Negroes, that's why white folk call you Negroes, never want you to understand the read. You're that person that Deuteronomy 28 and 68 said God people would come to a land and be sold by ships and be sold. Yes, something did occur, and uh, we did go back, uh, go go down wrong, and we did uh, end up as slaves. But if my people were called by my name, would humble themselves, seek my face, and turn from their ways, then I could hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. And I want you to understand, uh, whites have been saying about about that they told them people of Israel, they didn't came back to their land. Well, unless the Bible lie, the Bible in Jeremiah was was saying about when the children of Israel come back, put back in the land, that would be peace, and uh, prosperity in the land. Ever since they've been that, people have fought against them. And then at, at 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 the boot of it, if you ever read where Gama Abdel Nasser speaks in 1952 he tells you why that that there's is, is no peace there he'll tell you that it said that the, we the arab league refused to accept these hebrew speaking now this is national news in 1952 national news around the world we the arab league refused to accept these hebrew speaking Gentile meaning meaning mean meaning meaning mean, mean. they're not they're not like they're not Hebrew. Hebrew speaking Gentile. Then it says, How can a man leave black in other words, the one that the original Hebrew were black, how can a man leave black and come back white? We refuse to accept them. So in essence the Egyptian president was saying in nineteen fifty two, you done brought the wrong people here. Talk about giving them land and the land is not for them. And it's time that, that we start reading. It's really, really time that we start reading. And, and and understand There's nowhere in the Bible that you are cursed to be black. Nowhere in the Bible you are cursed to be black. Okay, you are never cursed to be black. Find it in your Bible, but I can't Find a place in the Bible, and if you want to, you can look it up. Second King five and twenty-seven. That whole a person was cursed, and said that all their descendants would be leper white. They wouldn't be leper, but their color would be leper white forever. And they said leper white, and uh, their skin was leper white, and they became white as snow. Now that was the curse. The couple, the uh, name of leprosy was clean to you and to your descendants forever. And then they say Jehoshaphat went out from uh, the presence of uh, Elijah, and his skin was leper white as white as snow. That's what, now that is a curse. Somebody that was cursed, but no one was ever cursed to be black. If and then you, again, you could find that in Second Kings, the fifth chapter. In the twenty seventh verse. Now, I want us to understand too uh, that the people that's in the Holy Land are, are not, not, not. Um, they're no way uh, God's chosen people. There's some people that America, France, and and Britain gave some land to after World War Two because no one wanted them around. Now, it, it, it's very important that as we we study too. And I, I want I want to tell you this, and, and I listen at me, I'm, and I'm going to move on with some other things yeah, because it's right before your eyes in the Bible. What color was Moses during the time? If you look up what, uh, if you look at the pyramids and things like that, I, I need to say this: white folk have been praying. Your wife been heard and everything before Easter and things, and they showed children children of Israel were working and every uh, the children of Israel were white the Egyptian white but if you look up the Bible the wife that write the Bible dictionary they just told you that 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 uh Ham is the progenitor of the dark race he's the father of the dark race which is Ethiopia Egypt Libya and Canaan Canaan is Jerusalem where Jerusalem is located but now they make because since, since you have to understand, since Egypt, which Egypt's real name is Meserun, and the people were called the Kemet people, Kim, the land of Kim meaning black, the word Kim means black. But now they changed the color of them because their society was so much advanced than anything in Europe that they won't allow it to be taught who they really were. I've, I've even heard them tell them on TV now, Ancient, they talk about uh, aliens coming down and building the pyramids because you're looking at a 44-story building that was built uh, 4,000 to 5,000 years ago, and you don't have a crane, you don't have every, any heavy equipment to build this, and the stones were cut perfect, and they don't know how could that have possibly been cut. Because they cannot do it. And if you ever go back, and I, I, I submit to you, and I submit to any Caucasian, anyone, look up all the inventions that, that african American, that African, that Native Americans, that people from China, Japan, and the Middle East uh, invented. And then when you come down and find out the inventions of the Europeans, and if we had to go by the invention that Europeans invented, we would be in Stone age. Oh, yeah, just do what I asked you to do. You could google it. They messed up, and gave you the phone of all the information you can google it you You couldn't have guns cannon or anything if it wasn't for the Chinese. they did the gunpowder they they used the software made gunpowder, so it's so many things that we don't know. And things like that. We we we're trained that blacks can't swim, blacks didn't travel any way, didn't cross seas, and that's so for that that's that's not true. I I again I always ask you to look up the omic, O L M E C the Omic people. Now, they were in um uh, they were called Mesoamerican Civilization. This is an ancient Mesoamerican Civilization. They were black people. They got these colossal heads made of stone, and some of them nine feet tall, some of them fourteen feet tall. And they call them large basalt boulders. But if you see the people, big, big old broad noses and and big lips, you know who they are. But they, now it's just not one stone. It's seventeen heads that have been discovered to this very date and they're so large. Saint Lorenz, Tabasco, Veracruz. They're all over Levanta, uh different places in Mexico and all around. And uh, we need to look we need to look this stuff up. They even have some in the, in the Indies mountains. And tell well who how the people the people look they made figures of themselves and they show that they were of uh, applicants, and even if they look up they take their DNA they show that they were African so even I oftentimes tell this that the, what what people can hide things from you, you know no matter what it is you know. Uh, so I just sometimes I call some of our political leaders a democrat. You know, just appealing to the desires, you know, and prejudice of our near against our people. But what, what 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 they don't want to tell you is the thing that other races did. They will show you something that they supposedly did. Now Moses himself, Moses passed for Pharaoh's grandson and the Egyptians were black. And you just heard, I told you to look up uh, 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 the definition of Ham in Zondervan Bible Dictionary, and it tells that Ham is the progenitor of the dark race, the father of the dark race. So the Egyptians are the dark race. How did Moses pass and Pharaoh say kill all the firstborn Hebrew children? If the Hebrews and the Egyptians were the same color, then he could pass for Pharaoh's grandson. Now, even to show you even more, when Moses killed the Egyptian, read your Bible. He, he fled off to the land of Midian, Midian, which is like Ethiopia. And he met his wife, Zipporah. When she went to Peru, a, a she told him she found an Egyptian. And the Egyptians and the Ethiopian were the same color. It don't end right there either. After Joseph's brother sold him in the bondage, when they came to him during the time of the famine, they said to one another that, that they thought they were talking to Egyptians. Yes, because they were the same color. They were dark. They were black, just as the Egyptians. If you pay closer attention to the color, some of the pictures are faded now. But if you look at most of the pictures of the people, the slaves that were in Egypt, you will see that they were black. Those are, and also the Assyria, the ones, if you uh, uh, key it in and look it up and look for pictures of the Assyria taking uh, Israelite prisoners, you will see that they have just like, they, they hair is like black. You're looking at black people going into bondage. So it, it, it's so much that we can find and things because we don't really know who we are. Now, I said I was going to get with you uh, about something about uh, why we are different colors and things. I told you about Gregoire Mendo and I told you about how people left uh, left Africa and they moved to 70,000 years ago. They moved to your age i you mean the age of mine around the holy land and some other places where you know saudi arabia kuwait Iraq, and things like that uh of that nature but uh and i want i'm going to tell you what happened and why people changed color right now um there's, there's a disease called covid 19 but now there are variants and the word variant and the word uh, mutate could be interchanged. Now, Caucasians are only a mutation of a black person. But what 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 do you mean, Dr. Kemp, a mutation of a black person? Well, the word uh, mutation is defined as a change of a structure of a gene resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generation caused by alteration of a single base unit in DNA or deletion. Now, whites have a deletion of melanin. They do have a so their color is going to be different. So we need to really, really uh, study study this about uh, uh caucasians being uh a mutation of blacks and they say the single base unit of dna uh deletion uh insertion or rearrangement of largest section of gene uh th- th- just by being born some kids are lighter some kids are taller and some kids look different and could come from the same parents because of the rearrangement of mutation now listen at, at this, and then this is still in the in the definition of a mutation. a mutation is is ultimately the only way in which new variants enter the species did you get that the species, human species that that's the only way you get different types by a mutation. we look different. It's all come from a mutation. But where did you originally come from? You came from someone being black. Gregor Mendel proved that with his genetics, where you could take uh, the darkest people and have an albino child, but you can't take two whites and have a black. Now, today, if you look up that word variant, they say a form or a version of something that differs in some respects. You just look different. We're human, but we're different in some respect. Your hair may be a little bit different, but they have blacks with the same texture of hair from other forms of that same thing from a standard. The standard was African, but the mutation made people turn different colors. Some tried to put it by the climate. But now climates will make you a lighter because if you find any person that live right around the equator where it stays hot all the time, they are dark skinned. But the further you move away from there, the more pale people will become. Now uh, and then it's passed on from gene to gene from our ancestors and and, and, and I just like to say I don't know even to this day, most blacks today um uh, that's in america we are we have um uh, ancestors who are who are caucasian i know um uh, i'm no way i'm no way fair skinned and i have it in my bloodline my great-grandmother and others uh my grand my grandfather uh, on my father's side his is uh his mother was a mulatto uh, so i i have it in there in, on me now In the book of Acts, and and I'm going to talk about the apostle Paul for just one second. In the book of Acts, the 21st chapter and the 28th verse, uh, the Romans were arresting Paul, and they they told Paul they thought that he was the Egyptian who led 4,000 men in the wilderness, and they had slaughtered some people. So now what that tells me that if they thought that, remember what I told you, if they thought Paul was Egyptian and he's a he's a Hebrew, he had to use dark skin. But all of it's in your Bible, you need to look what you what you need to know what you're looking for. And it's important that you know what you're looking for. You know what I mean? You, it's important that we, 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 we know what we're looking for. Learn to read. That's why whites never wanted blacks to read because once you can't enslave a person who know who who they are and who's they are. Uh, Reverend William and myself talk all the time about knowing who we are and who's we are. And oftentimes we, we give whites the credit for the Bible, and whites didn't really pay any any credit to the Bible, but to interpret in a way that they would down, uh people of color. Now, it's important, too, to understand that 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 we have the King James Bible and we brag on the King James Bible, but then we fail to realize that it was King James who had Pope Nicholas the Sixth sign the referendum for slavery. But yes, it was the Catholic Church was the one that okayed slavery. Now, but if you look in that uh. If you look at it in in the Bible, in that 21st chapter of the book of Genesis, you'll find that any person that bought a slave or sold a person was to be stoned to death. But the Bible, did say that it was okay for the Bible, okay, slavery, which it never did. That's a person reading what they want to read into it and in America it was just okaying um they they did it just okay slavery. That's all it was to do. That was written in there and then honor your master and yes you honor your master you owe them money. That's most of the slaves uh sold themselves into slavery that was Hebrew. They sold themselves into slavery. And then it was also written in in, in the biblically. You was to never uh, beat slaves. You were never to beat and the people. And but we lie in America and say the how, how the Bible talks about slavery and different things like that. But at the same time, it tells us we, we're never to misuse them or mistreat them, you know, and things like that. We're not to be harsh to them. And matter of fact, if you if you study your Bible, you'll find out that even with Abraham, they were a slave was able to inherit all the land that that his the guy he was the servant he was called a servant because really that's all they were was servants they working for somebody and they would follow Abraham because he had plenty plenty cattle and sheep and all these other things. And they could live off of that, and he was traveling. But his servant Eliezer of Damascus, meaning he was not a Hebrew, was to to inherit everything he had. That was before he had his son Isaac, or they gave Ishmael his handmaiden to uh, Hagar and came up with Ishmael. So it, 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 it never was talking about the same slavery that people try to make okay because in America there was too lazy people were so lazy and they called blacks lazy. You're so lazy you didn't want to work. You had to use slave labor. Seven Seven million slaves to uh, build this country from. And and that's the truth. You can look it up. It's seven million slaves worked for right almost 300 years to build this country. And uh, 60% of the imports, I mean, excuse me, the exports of America came from cotton, sugar, tobacco, indigo, and things like that. So the main economy that made money for this country and built this country was built up on slave labor, whether you lived up north. And I know sometimes the people up north try to say they had less part in it. But you prospered from it too because you had textiles and you prospered because you cannot make textiles without cotton. So uh and then the people had to go to the large banks of North to borrow money for slaves. Your money was, was loaned to people to buy slaves or uh, different people sold slaves to um what well, that Georgetown University sold slaves Right here to Louisiana, maybe about twenty-something miles from Baton Rouge, and that they, they have a whole lot of their ancestors still live here to to this day. And that they sold and, and that they sold here uh, from Georgetown to pay off a, a debt. That way they had borrowed money and they couldn't pay it back, so they sent Georgetown's son slaves. And it's important that we, we we learn about our history, learn who we are. Now, uh, I'm <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. Uh, I'm gonna open up for Q and A, Q&A, and I want to excuse, excuse you for uh, certain uh, different uh, things that occurred with our broadcast tonight, and we're working on that to correct everything. So God bless you, and it's open right now. Uh, Pastor, you could open it up. Pastor, are there any questions? Pastor William, you could open the lines up now.
0: Okay. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Kim, for such a powerful show. Uh, everybody out there uh, that's on the line, if you'd like to uh, ask a question, the line is open for you now. Uh, God bless you. Welcome to the show. The line is open for you. You can speak with Dr. Kim.
1: i not going to anything, so I'm going to get that microphone back to you, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me, Doc. Yes, Kim. Uh, yes. No one's on no the line. Okay.
0: I guess no one has any questions, so you can have the microphone, sir.
1: Okay. Well, I want to take this time to thank each and every who tuned in tonight. I pray that it was something said or something done within this program that gave you more knowledge of who you are and who's you are. And, and and to just to, to, to strengthen you and know that you are somebody, that you did not come from them and that you're not dumb, that you're not ignorant, that you are the real people, and that biblically you are the people that the Bible talks about. So when we think about those things, let us carry our heads high. My father had a saying. My father would always tell us, Boy, don't walk with your head down. Hold your head up. In other words, my father wanted us to be proud. You know, when you walk with your head down, that tells that you're defeated. But a proud man walks with his head, in there. king. See, I'm a king. I'm the son of a king, so I walk with my head high in the I'm going to always walk upright. I know who I am and who I am. I know that that the things that been portrayed by white folk and lies that have been told by different – and don't get me wrong, when I say white folk, I'm not saying all, all Caucasian, because you have good and bad and everything. You have good good black folk. You have bad black folk. You have black folk need to be in prison the rest of their lives. You have whites that need to be in prison all their lives. So you have good and bad and all, whether it's Asian or whatever and no matter what race or nationality you have good or bad but for the most part in america we've been lied to because they wanted to make it okay that you needed them and you did not need them and they needed you to for so many things for that that we that we have today and i just want to open some some eyes of who we are and I would submit to you to start reading, start researching things, and look it up. And don't go by by just what what whites have been saying, because we have been lied to since we came to America. They took away our name. We don't know the name origin or where our names come from. Well, so we don't we don't really know who we are. And then so many of us today, all we doing is killing one another dying on the streets of America, killing one another. Because we don't know who we are. We have no pride in who we are. We have no love for one another. We are lost people. But until we acknowledge who we are and understand that we're destroyed from a lack of knowledge, God cannot make us to be who he wants. He can't make us priests. And priests don't mean that that to you, but priests mean people that's close to God. He can't make that out of us if we don't draw close to him. If we draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh to us. And I, I just want, want to let you know that to always trust God, study, study, learn who you are. You have a history that started long before slavery. You are the original man. I oftentimes say this to people. When you watch a Kentucky Derby, it's, it's, it's almost a whim that you would never see. I mean, you don't see white or white horse. You're going to always see a brown or black. It means thoroughbred. A thoroughbred means purebred. So you look at it. I mean, but don't get me wrong. You could take two thoroughbreds and have a mulatto or white horse come off of them. But that's not. Regular, most of the time, you're going to get the breed that you breed in. But it's just like with any human being, animals do the same thing. White catfish, albino. White line, albino line. White tiger, albino tiger. White alligator, albino. Everything that that's white is albino, but Caucasians never want to be called that because they're saying you're a mutation. And they know it. They know who they are and who shall. So I thank God for each and every one, and God bless you. Heavenly Father, we come in the matchless name of Jesus, asking, Lord, that you would open our hearts and open our minds, that we was received accepted to your word. Now, Father in heaven, crown our head with both wisdom and knowledge from on high. Heavenly Father, I ask that if we'll sin by omission or commission, that you will forgive us and that you will cast our sins in the sea of forgiveness where it surfaced no longer. Now, Lord, I ask that you would bless our homes and make our homes homes of love, homes of peace, and homes of prayer. Build us where we're torn down and spend where we're weak. Lord, we're going through so many storms in this world today. Lord, but I know that you can speak to a storm and just say, peace be still, and everything in life will be calm. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We glorify you. We uplift your name. We ask that you uh, Would bless those who have lost loved ones to COVID, those who are losing loved ones every day like I've been going through. And we lost Brother Melvin, who always spoke out in the program. We had his funeral, Thursday gone. Uh, Reverend William and myself participated. No Lord, we miss him, and, and we pray for his family. We thank you, Lord. Bless our going in and our coming out, Lord. Now stand by us now, Lord. But as, Lord, we prepare to leave. This program we pray we pray we never leave far from your presence. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, with the love of God and the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, rest within the Bible with us and for them forevermore. God, children, said Amen, Amen, and Amen. Praise God. God bless you. I love everybody, black, white, rich, poor. I love everybody, and there's nothing anybody ever could do about it. Good night. Amen. God bless you, Pastor. Thank you very much. We'll
0: see everybody tomorrow evening at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. The P31 ladies will be on. Be here to support our sisters. God bless you. Good night. Oh,
2: my people, I love you. We dying we are dying they are lying hey. we're
1: we being tired and hard
2: why you hating me Uh-oh. I'm just trying to be I'm yeah. to be play like I be. and I can be grow with one another living happily, living happily. but you hurting me, yeah. me? why don't yeah. yeah. work for me A have a beautiful word to say, have a beautiful place for kids to rock.